Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show with your featured host, Shah McCain, a forensics counselor, psychic, writer, artist, modern day Christian mystic, and UFO experiencer. Shah introduced guests who are experts on all aspects of the paranormal and the sacred. The Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show has been featured on Blog Talk Radio as Staff Pick. And now for your host, Shaw McCain. And now, where the paranormal meets the sacred and all topics in between. Live from Los Angeles, California, welcome to the Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show with your host, Shaw McCain. Good evening, everybody. I'm your featured host, Shara McCain, and I'm welcome to Blog Talk Radio. I'd like to welcome listeners to the Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show. My show was created to provide an open-minded platform that welcomes the gifted and extraordinary thinkers from every walk of life and circumstance. Please follow me on Facebook for upcoming events and special speakers from around the world. The call-in number is 619-924-9744. And we are Friday nights, and uh, we come to the ne- nearest computer to you, and we're very happy to be here tonight. And uh, in California, we've been having the flooding rains and everything else, and uh, it's been quite wild. And I hear we elected a new president. Uh, that's interesting. And uh, during this show, I could take questions in order and chat, and you may call in with your question and speak with our special guest tonight. I want to remind you, any buzz killers in chat or on the phone will be kicked out, and I will have a copy of your phone number, and I'll call you back, and I'll bug you. So please play nice, be polite, and we'll have a very happy show. And we have a very special speaker tonight, so uh, hang in there. Uh, I have a couple announcements only. and uh, uh, The 2017 International UFO Congress is already underway. You can go to their site, ufocongress.com, for more information. And uh, they have it's February 15th through 19th, so uh, hopefully you got to move on and uh, got your rooms and everything else. So go to the site; they have a lineup of speakers that are fantastic, and it's it's, uh, it's going to be wonderful. It's over here in Arizona, Wekopa Resort, and um, you better start booking it now because I'm not sure how many uh, uh, rooms are still left and available, but. There's always uh, places to stay all, all over the place around there, but mainly not in the main room. So just get your uh, tickets going and go buy them and meet everybody from all of the UFO world. A lot of people are going to be there, and uh, it's going to be wonderful, and we'll hear the news from the people that attend. Okay, so I just want to let you know uh, my dear friend uh, Yvonne Smith uh, is Cyril. She's going to be there. Uh, Yvonne Smith does past life regressions and she also uh, does for post-traumatic stress syndrome and things like that. She's a licensed hypnotherapist and a a wonderful leader of uh, CERO. Uh, Her direct line is 818-383-6903. She's going to be speaking there and also um, you can get a hold of her going to Yvonne for PTSD at gmail.com and uh, also, this, I think the website is still uh, com for more information. If not, just uh, contact her if you feel that uh, 
you you need past life regressions or you have any experiences with uh, UFOs or anything else strange out there, uh, she'd be happy to help you. And I want to let you know about a friend of mine. Her name is Marilyn Salas. Uh, she's the wife of the famous Captain Robert Salas. And um, we love this couple so much. And she does these uh, oils and uh, the essential oils and has more than 24 essential oils and these beautiful love blessing uh, spray oils that you can uh, use for your room, for your skin, and uh, sort of a way to bless yourself before you go out for the hot day and um, just to uh, keep some positive thoughts. And you can get a hold of her at www.lovesblessing.com. And that will be it for the notifications tonight. If you know anything else, just uh, just let me know, and uh, we'll... Uh, Excuse me for one moment, and then we will announce it on the air. So anyway, I'm going to tell you a little about about this young lady before I call her in. Um, I did not know that uh, we know we have a couple friends in common. I didn't realize that. But um, tonight uh, we're going to welcome Louise Brovan McCallasso. She's a psychologist who is passionate about life, and she had a near-death experience and the ensuing struggle after her burn injury, taught her to appreciate being alive and not take it for granted. One of her primary goals is to pay it forward and reaching out to those who are facing life challenges, which can sometimes be overwhelmingly hopeless. She enjoys spending quality time with family and friends, as well as simple pleasures, like cuddling up to her, uh, excuse me, this jumped around a little bit. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm coming up with a good book, movies, and good food. Uh, Miss Louise is currently lives in New York, and she wrote a book about her uh, her uh, near death experience and the horrible burns she suffered. And her book is a account of the power of believing in a higher power, and most account of the power of believing in uh, of in the most horrific moments, still believing in your higher power, experiencing tangible results. At the age of 19, she says, her world came crashing down after a fatal house fire, and it tested her in every imaginable way. And and the the heart-wrenching aftermath details were narrated in her story, and um, she's going to tell you more about it. But I'm going to call her in right now because I don't want to tell you everything, so let me get to the phone area. My computer was really giving me a lot of problems, so excuse me. Okay, so let's do this. I'm doing this really careful. One. I'm dialing her in. Okay, I think I've got that right. Hi, is this Louise? Yes, this is she. Hi, Louise. This is Charlene. I'm a host for the paranormal. Hi, Charlene. How are you? You're, Hi, you're it's straight, Louise. Hi, Louise. You're straight to live, so uh, we're live on the show right now. We want to welcome you to Paranormal and Sacred. 
Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You know, uh, we have a friend in, in, in common, Doug All, the artist. He did your oh, portrait. Oh, nice. Yes, he did. I, I actually just texted him about the show. It's it's interesting. Isn't that something? So it's a small world, yes. huh? Small world. <laughs> well, um, how are you today, miss? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm, you know, it's been raining a lot here. We're not used to that here because I'm not sure where, are you in New Jersey right now? Yes, I'm in Jersey. So you, it's cold out there though, right? It's so cold. Well, actually, you know, this week we had a little break from the cold, but it's supposed to come back again. But like we had like maybe like four days of not too cold, probably like in the 40s. Which is like you know okay. Yeah, it's not bad. So yeah. Um, so Louise, um, tell us tell us about uh, how your story uh, started, and uh, maybe go back to your history. You know where you grew up, and a little bit about yourself and your family. Yes. So um, I was in the house fire because um, one night we we went to sleep. You know, it was a, a regular night, and so. Um, we went. We, hello, can I keep going? I heard. Um, yes. Yeah. So um, it was um, a regular night. We just. Um, it was a Saturday night, so we were. Um, we got ready um, to go to bed early because we usually go to church on Sundays, and so we went to bed like every other night. And um, so night, we just like you know we. Um, um, our aunt telling us that the house was on fire. And so imagine it's like in the middle of the night and like all you sleeping and then like you, you get woken up by telling you that you, you the house is on fire. So it was just really um, crazy to say the least. Like we were trying to get out and um, it was a nightmare because the windows that got, that used to be open so easily, and we couldn't um, open the windows and the the doors um, leading um, downstairs to the basement. When we tried to open it to go down that that route, it was like pitch dark with um, with flames and so um, more like smoke, um, and so that scared us. So we didn't go that route either. So we tried um, our best everywhere we tried. It's just like we couldn't get out so it was very um it was a, a very panicky moment for for us it was seven of us um in total and um so we tried and um finally we tried the the front door that led downstairs because we were on the second floor and um when we opened the door um downstairs it was just like a wall of fire like right in front of us so there was no way out so we were pretty much um, stuck in, inside the house while it was just like, you know, inflamed. And so it was just a nightmare. So um, the how it ended for me that night is, oh, it didn't end, but because we, we were just running. And usually they tell you not to run because when in, in, a, in the case of a fire, you're supposed to roll or crawl. But we totally forgot about that, of course, because when you're in a panicky situation, you can't remember everything. And so we were running the whole time trying to find a way out. And so I got really, um, I lost, I was like really weak by at that point. And so I just sat in the 
um, in the stairs and just, like, passed out. And so um, as a result, we we ended up losing five family members um, um, from the fire. And the seven of us were um, on the second floor, so only two of us survived. So that's what happened. And so it was um, from then um, a struggle for the two of us who survived. It was um, the doctors. Still now, the doctors are amazed every time they see us the, to see, like you know, that we are still here, that we are alive, because they didn't think that um, we were gonna make it. So it's it's just amazing um, when we go back to the to the hospital, the the nurses, the doctors, and um, so. But it was a struggle. We we went through a lot to. Um, you know, we were we are still here, and we praise God every day for that. But it was really, um, it was a struggle that touched. It taught us a lot. It taught me a lot about life, about God. You know, and hello. Yes, I'm here. Okay, go ahead. Yes, can yeah. hear you for a second. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so I said it, it It was a struggle. It was a really um, rough time, like the recovery um, period. But at the same time, it taught me a lot about life, about God, you know, the faithfulness of God and how, like, you know, the, the toughest situation can um, actually be blessing in disguise at times. So um, where, how old were you when this happened? I was only 19, so, you know, it's just, um, it, and it was a really tough time because, you know, at 19, you, it's a transition period, and so to have to deal with all of that when you are already um, doing in a transition period, so it was a lot going on at once. Yes, it was, and um, uh, taking us back, um were you going to school? Were what were your interests at that time? Yes, I I had just started college because um, I was nineteen, and so I started my um, I just started my second semester when the fire happened, and um and so it I so of course that I had to take like you know the vaccine because I I was in the hospital for close to a year. I spent the first six months in um, in a burn center, um, and then the other six months um, at a, a rehab hospital. So I spent like you know close to a year because we the fire happened in January, and then I was released from the hospital in December. Um, so it was um, it was a long time, and it took me a couple. It took me three years to finally go back to school. But I, you know, I, I, I went back to school because that was like, you know, my, um, my dream. I didn't want to um, give up on my dream. You know, I, I know it was going to be a, a, a battle going back to school with the, the level of my injury because it was really severe. Um, I had like third degree burn on over 75% of my body. So it was a, a very severe injury. But, you know, I, um, I wanted to follow through with my dreams. Yes, it's a miracle that uh, you're alive. It's uh, your your story is just so amazing, and uh, you spent a year in the hospital. I know that a burn is a very excruciating uh, pain, and um, how how are you coping with all this? Oh my goodness, it it is like you know in terms of like you know the miracle. Yes, it is definitely 
a miracle. I am like, I'm amazed. And I didn't even realize um, how bad, I mean, I did realize it, but to the extent of like, you know, how much of a miracle it was until I wrote my book. Like, you know, when I went back, like, you know, going back to, like, you know, studying from that night, the night of the fire, like, you know, going through, like, you know, the first day after, because I was in coma for um, a, little, a little over a month. So um, going back to those times when I first woke up and, like, you know, just like, you know, because I couldn't talk at first because I had a... Um, the trick on my um on my throat they had to put a hole um a hole on my neck so I could breathe and all that stuff and so going back through all of that it was really um it it showed me I'm, I was like shocked I'm like oh my goodness I cannot believe that I actually went through this and I'm still here and so yes it was really painful um, to say the least, because, uh, you know, um, you can imagine when you have, like, when you're cooking or something, you have, like, a little burn, you, you get burned, like, you know, while cooking, you see how, how uh, that hurts. Yes. And, and, like, you know, it's, like, all over your body, and so it, it was a lot, and the, one of the things that they do at the burn center is when they, um, I don't want to be too graphic, but they have to, like, you know, to clean your body every day. And so, like, you know, with burns all over your body, and then they have to, like, you know, give you a bath, wash the body, and, like, take all the skin off. So that was, like, extremely painful, to say the least. And that was every single day that, like, you know, you had, they had to wash you and all that, and then, like, take all the skin off and then do with, like, um, dressing. And then the next day, the same thing over again, all over again. So it, it was really painful and it was just um if it weren't for the grace of god giving us the strength to go through it i don't know if if we could have done it even with the same medicine i don't think we would have been able to <laughs> to um to survive it right in your book broken to be uh blessed you talk about uh where you grew up and the way you grew up and about your father did you want to tell us something about uh uh, your father and your family life, your early yes. family life? Yes, um, my um, my biological father, um, he died. So the fire happened in nine, uh, when I was nine, 19, and I, I lost my biological father when I was 16, just eight days um, after I um, I turned 16. And so, and it was to a very tragic um, um, accident also, he um he was a businessman and he was traveling and um um i think he stopped somewhere and he was um crossing the street and then he got run over by an 18 wheeler and so of course he died instantly so that was um um i think my first um my first um experience with tragedy and so it, it was um, a painful time also because he was, um, you know, how it is, like, you know, daddy's little girl, you you are always, like, you know, have that special connection with your father. And so that was uh, a tough time also. But, you know, also, and but we had faith, and so our faith in God saw us through um, that time also. It was a painful time, but we stuck together and we held on to, to God and knowing that he will take care of us. And so it, and it, the same um, goes for, you know, the fire and everything that we go through. You know, we just like, you know, keep holding on to, to our faith in God, knowing that he will see us through um, the worst of situations. And then like he's going to be with us also in the good times. That's right. So so you eventually uh you went back to school 
And yeah. you actually uh, completed, did you have any hardships at school that you want to oh talk about? Or? Yes, of course. It was uh, it was difficult. And um, first of all, I went, I, um, because of my faith, I, as soon as I started, like, you know, regaining uh, consciousness and, and all that, when I was still in the hospital, I I remembered um, I mentioned to um, um, my social worker that I wanted to go back to school. And um, given my injury, the extent of my injury, so she was a little shocked to, that, that I even, like, were I was thinking about something like that because I was still um, in the hospital, and then, and she probably... I don't know what she was thinking. She probably thought, like, you know, it was the medications talking or something. Um, but um, I just, um, I, I was, like, determined to go back to school. And I know that it wasn't going to be easy because of the, not only physically, that it was going to require a lot from me to, um, for, to, for the rigor of um, college, um, and also, but like emotionally, because I had like scars, you know, on my face and all that stuff, like, you know, the, the physical, um, um, the physical scars and all that stuff. So I know it was going to be, um, it wasn't going to be easy to say the least, but I, you know, I, I was good. I was, um, determined to, to pursue that dream and make it happen. And um, I was determined not because I knew that I was strong or anything like that, but I knew that um, I, I relied on, uh, on God to see me through it. So I went, and it was difficult. I had um, moments where, um, because, you know, um, with um, young kids, it it can be a little um they can be cruel and sometimes i get um i was like you know i i was made to be to feel like i was invisible at times um like so you know when you're in college um you have to participate in group discussions and 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 so sometimes i would be in the groups and they would be talking um among themselves as though i wasn't even there but you know i at first i i just let it roll but um as i gained my strength and my confidence um, um as the years went by like you know throughout the second years i would say so i started like you know gaining ground and i i made my voice heard and and did what i needed to do it wasn't easy but i you know i did it um i and one of the things that i said was i wanted to make sure that i did because when i first started um before i even started i said the point was not just to go back to college but i wanted to my decision was to become a psychologist and so i was when I went to college, I was like, you know what, I'm not going to go to college and, and spend five years or six years. I want to make sure I, I do it in four years. So um, so I, I was like, I did what I needed to do. I stayed focused, even when things were difficult, because I had, like, you know, I was still dealing with um, physical um, issues as a result of the fire. So I had pain, and sometimes I had to be rushed to the, to the emergency room while I was in school. So um, sometimes I had to miss a couple of days of class yeah, because I was in the hospital. But um, I, you know, some um, by, by the grace of God, I, I it happened. I graduated um, within the four years that I set for myself, and um, I continued on after that. I got my master's, um, and also after that, I, I went to um, and got my doctorate in psychology. I'm so happy for you, and it's quite Thank amazing you. that you have all these accomplishments 
And uh, you also did your dissertation on on uh, the burn victims, and uh, and you talked a little about yourself. I was reading part of your dissertation, and uh, that took some courage to put your personal experience out there too. And I find it very helpful. Yes, you know, because um, a lot of the um, I what what I found is. Um, people don't necessarily know about burn survivors. You know, it, we hear about um, fires a lot in the news, but they don't know the aftermath. Like, you know, what 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 happens after the fire? What is that? What what happens to the 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 survivors? And so, I wanted to bring awareness to that and um, and do my dissertation on that, so that uh, I could help. You know, just uh, even if it's a small contribution, but that to to bring awareness to 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 the fact that you know, and not only to bring awareness to the fact that like, you know, the survivors, like there's the story about the survivors, but also um, to learn about the day in and day out of like you know the life of uh, burn survivors, what they what burn survivors what what they have to go through because a lot of the times the um when you are a burn survivor you have scars and and disfigurement um a lot of the times when you go out people stare at you and they and it can be even dehumanizing um and so I wanted to bring awareness um about that also just to to let people know like the person that you are staring at and like you know you're looking at as as though they are not human it, there's there's a person behind the scars, uh, and so I wanted to bring awareness to um, about that, you know, to 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 raise a, a a sense of consciousness about that, so that you know people can be a little more um, sympathetic to 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 that fact, the fact that this is a, a person who has feelings just like everyone else, somebody who can hurt, you know, just like everyone else. So um, that was the the purpose um, of my um, doing my dissertation on that, and of course, you know, it, if I have if I'm talking about bird survivors, I had to put my story on um, in there also, and that that was one of the things that I I struggled with a little bit when I I had to write my book because I didn't want to just write the book and just talk on about the surface things. I wanted to go yeah. deep. I can show the real experience that I had, and that that implied me talking about very personal things. And so I had to do that in order for for people to see the the true experience and not just, like, you know, the the surface part of it. Right. Thank you. Um, I have some people lining up to ask you some questions. Would you feel like taking a phone call right now? Oh, sure. Okay. Let's see. Okay, let's see. You're live with the paranormal and the sacred. Hello, you're live with the paranormal and the sacred. Air code three o two. Hello, I I think. Okay, never mind. Let's oh, go. Let's go back to. Um. So um, yeah, because there's a whole bunch of phone lines opening up. I think people can listen on their phones too, and if the calling number six one nine nine two four nine seven four four. And please press one if you have a question for our our doctor tonight. She's written the book, uh, Broken to Be Blessed, and she's telling us her her true story. So um, your rehabilitation took an extremely long time. And during that time, 
you had time to think. Did you have uh, any uh, particular revelations that you'd like to share with us? Well, yeah. I mean, we we had religious. It took like a, a long time because because even after I was um um I I the year that I was in the hospital, I still had to be. Um, I was an outpatient, going back um, every day for um, for physical therapy because you know um, when you have the burns, um, your your muscles, the skin, it gets tightened very easily. So that requires um, a lot of therapy to keep it moving. Otherwise, if it's not um, worked out like the, that way, um, you end up having the the skin and the muscles frozen. Um, as a result, so I had to. It was a lot of. Um, it was a lot. A lot. It took a long time, and so a lot, I learned a whole lot about life, about myself. Um, one of the things that I um, that I learned is um, about, like you know, humanity, how um, how fragile we are, you know. And that a lot of the times we don't even realize that because we take life for granted for one thing, um, and and that's one of the things after the fire, I learned to appreciate everything. I learned to appreciate life. And um, when I first after the fire, like when I first uh, got out of the hospital, when I would go out with my family, and I don't know if they even remember, like you know, and if it's like a beautiful day, a spring day, I'll be like, oh my goodness, it's so beautiful out. Oh my God, the the flowers are so beautiful. And I learned to appreciate those things more. You know, things that I um, took for granted before the fire, I I you know I valued them more um, because I, I was given a second chance. I, I you know. I um I was not even to still be here but um but I'm here so I, I learned about humanity and like you know um not to take things for granted, not to take life for granted and also not to take um people for granted, you know, because a lot of times we do that. We we take our loved ones for granted, our friends and and so um one thing that I um I I I just try to um, remember my loved ones that I loved them and all that stuff because you don't know you only have today so we have to make the best of it that's one of the things I learned um about while I was going through the recovery and also I learned about myself um because before the fire I thought of myself as somebody who was like very um well I think I was shy so that's something that it's it's amazing what um how life can change and um so and not only that i i learned that i'm i'm stronger than i that I, than i thought i was because i didn't what i went through um had somebody told me that i was going to go through that and actually survive it i probably would laugh cuz I, I i definitely didn't think that i that i could have survived it and um but i did and so i learned about myself i got to to know myself um, because I got to spend a lot of time with myself for once, you know, because I spent a lot of time in the hospital and then after that uh, through recovery um, because it took me three years to go back to school. So I spent a lot of time at home also when everybody was out. And so I learned a lot um, about life and also about being more compassionate, you know, um, because Sometimes we we forget about like you know the the human part of all of us, and sometimes like you know we can be um, really harsh with one another, 
and um, my experience taught me to be more compassionate and to see, like, you know, the there's a situation to look at the 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 emotional part of it. Like if it's a tragedy that's that happens to, to somebody, it doesn't have to be a fire, like you know, a, a family tragedy, even if it's like a divorce or something like that. I learned to um think about the, the, the emotional aspect of it, how like, you know, it affects the people who are um involved in it. Um so um that's um, some of the things I don't wanna um go on and on um but that's some of the things that I learned um through my um recovery. Well um you know you came to these turning points where Sometimes it got so difficult for you, but you just kept going on. Do you do you remember uh, a certain happenings or a prompt from God or a person that would tell you something? What helped you keep going? Yes, I um, yes, I had a lot of those things, and um, one of the things that I got to spend a lot of time not only with myself but with God. And one thing that I remember that really. Um, give me a strength that I didn't know that I had um, when I was in the hospital because I, we lost five family members and they were they, they were buried while I was still in coma. So I didn't even know about their passing at all. And so because my injury was so severe, so my family didn't want to tell me yet because I was still recovering because I spent three months in ICU, and um, after the um, the three months, they transferred me to another department. So it was still um, um, a, a rough road. So they didn't want to tell me yet that um, um, our five family members um, passed away. But one day, as they were visiting, um, my adoptive father um, actually it slipped, and he mentioned it because I, I was like, because I just found out about, like, you know, some of my injury, like, you know, how bad it was, because even when I first woke up, I didn't realize, because I was heavily medicated, um, I didn't know how bad it was, and so I was um, going through a little um, moment of, like, you know, feeling down and, like, you know, in shock, you know, because you were 19, and then, and then you find out that you are severely burned, like, you know, with amputations and, and all that. So it was really tough, you know, because I, I'm human and to have to face all of that. And and so um, I was going through a moment of, like, you know, really, I was feeling really sad. And so he, he in fasting, he was trying to encourage me. And then he, in fasting, he ended up um, telling me that. And so I just, like, you know, lost it I just started crying and I was just like devastated the whole um the whole afternoon I was devastated and I I just like I I was crying the whole time and I think like you know they ended up having to um give me something to calm me down and all that and I was like so crying the, the rest of the day and um and I believe in like you know dreams and because like you know the bible talks about that also that sometimes God speaks to us ways and um so that night I had a I had a dream and it just like and every time I think about it it feels as as if it just it was just yesterday and it's still very vivid to me and um and I saw that I was in my hospital bed I was um and then um I saw a man like you know on my left side um he was just in white and he he put his hand on my left shoulder and he was talking to me as though he was like you know 
my father. It was like it was just like you no know, the way a father, not like my father, my father, but like the way a father would speak to his child when his child is like you know upset about something. And and he was talking with just that like you know that love and like you know and he just um, said you know don't worry okay I'm gonna be right here I'm gonna stand like right here with you so don't worry and you know it, it was just amazing how I woke up the next day I just felt that strength like you know that I felt like you know everything was gonna be okay even though I knew the extent of my injury and all of that and and still of course I went through moments of um, feeling um, sad and like I had to mourn the loss of my my um, my body you know the way my body used to be and all that um, but you know waking up after that dream it gave me that strength you know that that um confidence in knowing that like you know everything was gonna be okay and that like you know it's gonna be tough but like everything was gonna be okay and that's what gave me the strength to like just go after the dreams that i had and like you know knowing that it's gonna be okay just like he said that it's gonna be okay don't worry it's gonna be okay you know and and I just like you know held on to that, and you know it just like you know knowing that, and and also holding on to my faith that you know having because I had a relationship with God before the fire, and so that like I held on to that, and like you know the promises that God um, gave us in in terms of like you know that He will never leave us nor forsake us, and so I held on to that, and like I was able to to um to um have my dream be a reality i'm i'm living my dreams now and think that um i didn't even know um well, I know they they could happen because I have faith, um, and things that people didn't even think were possible for me happened um, in my life because um, because I had faith and um, my faith, like you know, um, and God like saw me through because I I prayed about things and He gave me um, the desires of my heart and um, and it's it's just a beautiful thing. I, that's one of the things that I remember the most of in terms of like you know encounters. Um, um, with Hello. Yes, and um, in terms of like you know uh, specific experiences. Yes. Can you hear me still? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Good. Sometimes, <laughs> um, you know this this uh, this could, you know some. It's hard to say because I've had some. Terrible things happen. Nothing, nothing this bad. But when things happened to me, it challenged me to where it was was. It, and I always found out this was meant to be. And it's it's hard to wrap your your mind around it. Why did this happen? Have you yeah. uh, found out some of these reasons why? Yes, and that's why I, I said earlier that um, sometimes, like, you know, the most horrible things can be a blessing in disguise um, because I, you know, because at first when it happened, of course, I, I didn't know why it happened, and um, but I knew that God is sovereign, that he, he, he knew what he was doing because he loved me. Just because the fire happened, I didn't lose faith in the fact that God loved me. I still knew that he loved me, and, like, you know, the reason why that I was there is that I was still here is because he, he knew he loved me and that he had a purpose, you know, and I didn't know what it was, and I couldn't figure it out at first. But um, slowly I started, like, you know, figuring out 
um, that's like, you know, this, there's a reason for it. Um, uh, for one, like, you know, for me personally, it, it, it helped me in knowing about, like, you know, more about God, like, you know, the, the person of God, how, how faithful he is, you know, when um, I, I got to learn um, about, like, you know, rely relying on on him like you know when you rely on him like you know a hundred percent like you know he actually shows up and shows out for you um in great um in like you know really amazing ways um and uh, also um not only like you know for me that was like you know for me personally some of the things that i learned but i also um one of the reasons is that I, I feel like, you know, I'm here for a reason, like, you know, as a source of encouragement, um, like, you know, to help people realize, you know, because um, sometimes we take um, life for granted. Maybe um, we take our, like, you know, our abilities even for granted. I took my abilities for granted, like just um, um, going up the stairs, like, you know, it used to be just something that I just did, like, you know, just on, just do, I just did it. And but I, I took that for granted, and um, so some, something like that, like you know. Um, but um, on a on even a, a higher level, is that I just feel like that my, I have a purpose to to just like you know spread like you know um, a message of like encouragement and like you know letting people know that nothing um, that happens to you can can like you know can stop your destiny, you know. And I'm I'm proof of that. You know, because um, what happened to me, like, you know, if you were looking at it from um, from a natural perspective, of course, you the, the natural reaction will be, okay, so this is, it's over, you know, there's like, you know, her life is over, there's nothing that, that can happen. But it's not like, you know, my, my experience showed me that that's not the reality of it. What your de- you know whatever destiny that you 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 were meant to have like it can still happen no matter what comes your way then because a lot of the times we get um we get um, sidetracked by our situations you know um, the problems that we face um, the tragedies the the trauma that we face along the way um, sometimes like you know um, those things like you know um, we we um, we sometimes allow it to to thwart our um, our plans what we wanted to do and so I feel like you know this is my 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 um what I'm supposed to do whoever I get to meet wherever I get to speak to remind people that like you know you you can still do what you you wanted to do what you are called to do that nothing um that you go through can stop you you know the only thing that can stop you is yourself if you stop believing if you if you don't um stop encouraging yourself like you know and just like um so that's the only thing that could stop you but whatever it is that we go through we can overcome it, you know, because we have like, you know, that like, you know, we, we all have it in us. Um because um um sometimes like, you know, we underestimate ourselves and we um underestimate the power of God also and what he can do, how he can turn things around. Um and 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 turn he can turn them around so drastically in a in a good way. And so that's uh, one of the things that um I that's one of the reasons one of the purpose um one of the reasons why I think I'm I'm still here, why this happened, you know, and of course, if it were up to me, I wouldn't I would have chose chose to um, to go that route, um, but like you know, this was um, handed to me, and um, I just want to make sure that um, 
second chance, and I don't want to waste that second chance. I want to be able to um, help, like, you know, as many people as I can to remind them that, like, you know, um, anything is possible. You can overcome anything, no matter how big it is, how tragic it is. You can overcome it and still um and still go for your dreams, your goals, um, whatever it may be, because um, I, I, you know, I, like I said, I'm a, I'm a perfect example of that. I mean, not perfect in that way, but I'm saying, like, I'm an example of the fact that, you know, because um, I, you know, I, somebody would, would not even, like, you know, think uh, back then when the fire just happened after the fire, like, you know, there's no way that they would even, like, imagine um that um i um I was able to do what i I was able to do by the grace of God, of course, but you know I did um and it was a struggle it it required a lot of work, and you know of course, like in order for you to um to overcome them, it requires um work, determination, and faith, and so um it's important to that that's one of the things I think i'm um one of the purpose that I um, that I have here. Um. You know, and that uh, I'd say is that we are looking for our life's purpose, and I think the majority of our life purpose is actually to serve others and help others along by our experience. It's mm-hmm. a it's a high calling. It's it's when I what I think is one of the highest callings. Yes, for sure. You know, and I I say that all the time because um, I, I have a radio show and I I talk about that that like you know we are our brothers keepers and we have to help one another you know because um, I don't think we can do it alone you know and um, we have um, we can't do it alone we need um, we need each other we need the support of each other the encouragement of each other and yes I agree with you we. Um, the highest purpose is to serve um, others, and that's like you know, and and that's one of the things that I'm passionate about. Like you know, being able to help, you know, um, encourage people, and just like you know, giving them like you know a booster, whether it's like emotional booster, like you know, just like you know, encouraging them to believe in themselves, um, loving themselves, and just like you know, all that stuff. And um, I think it's important. Tell us, tell us about your radio show, Louise. Yes, um, it's an inspirational show. Um, as we were talking about, this is like you know one of my, I think this is my one of my calling to inspire um, others. Um, so it's called um, Hope for Today, and so it's an inspirational show um, about like you know just um, helping. We talk about different um, different um, subjects that range from um, um, helping with depression because we, being a psychologist, like uh, we we have topics related to. Um, mental health or, you know, with um, helping people, like, you know, um, with um, information about school or, you know, um, about um, raising awareness about the homeless or, you know, the poor in different um, different settings, whether it's, like, here in the U.S. or abroad. Um, so it's, it's different. Um, we talk about different things, but it, it all um, covers it's all um, about just helping, um, inspiring people, encouraging people, like, you know, for them to, to find their purpose, to find, like, um, to reach their goals their, um, and make their dreams a reality. Yeah, it just sounds, like, wonderful that your life is uh, 
been really a gift to uh, humanity, and uh, it's uh, quite amazing to us. Uh, you know, I, I want people to go out and get her book, uh, Broken to Be Blessed, and also uh, you can get a whole of that at going to Amazon. I also found it at Barnes & Noble, and you can go to the website, brokentobeblessed.com. And how do they reach your show, though? Yes, it's um it's an internet radio, uh, so it can be heard all over the world. Um, so it's um, the station. Um, the website is www.celestialspaceradio.com. It's www.celestialspaceradio.com, and so it's every Sunday um, at five o'clock, five to six p.m. And um, um, and I host it with my husband. Um, and so um, we we really enjoy doing that um, because this is like you know a way of giving back you know to to for, for all the blessings that we 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 are given. Yes, uh, it sounds like a great show, and I'm going to be tuning in. And uh, also, I wanted to ask you had some you had some uh, book signings recently. Are you going to have another book signing soon, or uh, a speaking event, or anything? Yes, um, we're going to have a, a book signing um, in the spring, um, probably toward March. We haven't um, decided on the the exact date, but I will let you know, and then you can um, let everyone know also. I'd be happy to just uh, le- just let me know, and uh, we can uh, they, can people get a hold of you on Facebook or how? What's your preference uh, for how people can get a hold of you if they wanted to speak with you? So first of all, buy your book, Broken to Be Blessed, and uh, yeah. that's what I found on Amazon. Go ahead, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about how to contact you. Yes, um, yeah. So to contact me, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. So on Facebook, um, it's just Louise Bobran. Louise is L O U I S E, and um, Bobran. It's a long last name because it's like my last, my maiden name, and then my husband's last name. So it's it's kind of long. So I'll just spell it out. It's B as in boy, E A U. B boy R U N and there's an hyphen and um, the second last name is M as in Mary A C A L U S O and so that's on Facebook um, Louise Bobron um, Macaluso and then on Twitter I'm at Louise B nine three one at Louise B nine three one and also um, they could reach me on my website that's www.brokentobeblessed.com um, there they could um, reach me. They could leave a message. Um, I have my phone number there also, so they could leave me a message. I also have a blog, um, so they could, um, like, you know, if um, they want to check it out, um, have some um, inspirational um, um, some some topics related to anything, you know, um, just um, just the, the whole um, theme of inspiring as well. That sounds great, and. You know, Louise, it's been so nice meeting you, and I I just came across your book, and it, it got me interested in you, but I did not realize who exactly you were until I realized that you knew uh, Doug Ald, and he had done your portrait. And I remember when that happened and that you um, you were one of ten that were in the gallery, and it was a presentation. Could you tell us a little bit about that, that presentation? Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh my! It was really um, it was an exciting um, 
project because when they presented it to um to me and my sister, we were excited because we felt like because because of the what we experienced with um going out and people staring at us and making us feel so uncomfortable. So we were really um we were happy to do um the project and when we met Doug it was just like, you know, instant we had like a an instant connection and um we wanted to because we felt like it was gonna be helpful for people to have that um that face you know, just because when they see a burn survivor um on the street, the the, the normal reaction is like, you know, they either stare or they just like do a quick glance and they don't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't even know how to react to a burn survivor. So the idea of having of having um, a painting of burn survivors where they could actually um, freely look at them without having to feel uncomfortable doing that or you know feeling bad about it and just like you know get like you know get to see that this is a, like you know this is a person. So that was like an amazing um, an amazing um, idea. And 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 Doug is amazing. Like the fact that he had that idea and he, he made I it know. reality, and just like it, it's just amazing. So um, so it, it was just amazing. And like when I saw it, I was like blown away um, <laughs> by like the way that he just did it so well. And so and I, I mean, really, I'm just like you know so grateful for Doug. It's a beautiful thing, and, and your portrait turned out so gorgeous. And he's a gifted artist, and your soul just shone through. And uh, you are quite an exceptional person. I, I have to say, it's been a pleasure uh, meeting you. I'm very honored, We're honored to have you on. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure. I'm so um, happy that you um, that we connected on uh, Facebook, and I am like you know really grateful for you. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, and it's been a pleasure having you tonight. And um, again, uh, can you pronounce your name for everybody? Yes, it's uh, Louise Bobra Macaluso. Um, should I spell it again, or would that do? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at on tape, and I have your story right on the front page and the cover of your book and everything. So, uh, you also we presented her book in the Paranormal and Sacred uh, Book Club as our, our uh, special pick today. And um, her book is Broken to be Blessed and uh, A Turning Point. And it's available uh, in many e-formats. I, I think I even found it on the, the Nook. So if you have a Nook, you can actually download it very reasonably. And uh, we want to encourage you to get her book. And it's been a pleasure to have you with us tonight, Louise. And God bless you and your family. And we look Thanks. forward to listening to your show on Sunday. Definitely. Oh, um, by the way, um, talking about um, Doug earlier, we are actually do, working on a project, and hopefully we'll be able to um, get it out. It's just um, on the same line of, like, you know, um, bringing out the the story of burn survivors. Um, it, it's supposed to be a, uh, it's going to be a documentary. So um, maybe you'll you'll speak to Doug, and he could um, um, let you know more about that. Um, maybe have him also speak about it too. <laughs> Well, you can come on and um, we can do a whole thing on it. So uh, it's been a pleasure. Anytime any, I can do anything, just let me know. Cause you can just leave me a note on Facebook and I'll pick it up eventually. So, Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, it was a pleasure. I'm speaking with you. 
Okay, God bless you, and uh, keep me in your prayers. Lots of love to you and yours. Oh, definitely. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Thank you for being with us. Bye-bye. Sure. Bye. So, um, quite an extraordinary human being, and um, what this has brought to mind to me is that we never give up, no matter what the obstacles, and not only do we overcome our many obstacles in our life, emotional, physical, or both, but that we can overcome and bloom under them. And we got to remember in the new year to encourage each other and keep going no matter what. And, uh, and I want to wish everybody a very happy new year that tuned in tonight. And also those who listen in archives, thank you so much for listening to my show. And we'll bring you another week for another speaker and uh I'll just go ahead and get Louise Brauburn Macaus Lusso and her book and uh go ahead and listen to this again and get the address to everything. So anyway it's her book Broken to be Blessed and the site is broken to be blessed dot com. So thank you and please follow the links to contact me or if you want to leave a message I would appreciate it. if you want to be part of the show or for general help and assistance just give me a shot on uh, Facebook uh, the paranormal is sacred is a place where the unheard may be heard and please recommend this to your friend and God bless everybody and happy new year and may your best dreams come true and I wish you all the best good night